don't even know how to start this shit. It's been so long. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black and Yellow Taco Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Blackatron, and it's been a fucking long time. It's been like two years since I've been on this shit. But we'll talk about that later. I just wanted to get right into it and talk with my three friends here. Um, I have Tijan, who has been doing YouTube um, for so long, and YouTube streams. He's making beats on streams, so you can, you know vibe with him while he's making a beat he likes to dance along it's pretty great um also he's been on jubilee seen two videos i'm not sure how many more you have out but i've seen two of them that you've been in yeah just two for right now okay and uh, he's also on uh caleb city's channel he he was helping caleb back in the day he could talk more about that later um but yeah welcome to john hey glad to be here thanks for having me I, i appreciate you bro (laughs) Um, also i have a kaiju black who is one of my other friends um i guess yeah we'll we'll call him friend what do you mean by that (laughs) sorry i I forgot the best part okay 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 um he also does youtube videos and he does twitch streams um he's been editing for uh barefoot tasha and chemicals and caleb city um it's it's is it it's Kimmy on her YouTube? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I also had for it? Kimmy. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, Kimmy D, I guess. Kimmy D. Mm-hmm. Kimmy but um, you nuts. know, when you uh when you say it like that, it actually sounds like I do things. <laughs> hey, bro. I I just wrote a whole list of shit you're doing, so that means you're doing something. Appreciate it. Hello, hello, welcome. Well, I appreciate you for being here. You know more about him than he does. <laughs> hey, chill you out. Know, <laughs> just I, I'll, I'll let you know when you can send when you can send the checks but uh we're also here with king, the king of jesters my friend justin and he is also a twitch streamer and yes, up-and-coming actor and you've probably seen him on king vader's U- youtube channel he's like plays a pretty big role in um the was it hood jujutsu kaisen yes sir yeah and that was fire like actually i thought that was like the best thing i've seen him do Appreciate it. It was just great. Um, thank you for being here, all three of you. Hey man, thank you, you guys. Um, I'm glad to be here. Are you? Yeah, yes. you complain about me because he was just—he was just bitching. <laughs> he was just bitching before we started. <laughs> Talking about no, shit. Funny. Like, he he, he almost had the ed at Nettie order, like unintentionally. Oh yeah, it would have been fired like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, they they call themselves at Ed Nettie. These three. Shout out to the cul-de-sac. We don't call ourselves Ed and Eddie. We simply are. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. They are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I guess I never understood the cul-de-sac thing. So like, I understand that they live in a cul-de-sac. So are you guys saying that you're part of the cul-de-sac? Or are you saying, like, is yeah. that your group name? Go ahead, Justin. You got this one, bro. Yeah, you mm, got it. You know, we, we refer to ourselves as the cul-de-sac. We feel as though, uh, you know, if we all lived in a cul-de-sac, it would be us three causing the most ruckus, mm-hmm. and uh, we 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 team them. We tend to move in a trio, and uh, people kind of labeled us Ed and Nettie, and we kind of just fit the roles very well. Yeah, so. like one thousand percent. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. Though sadly, <laughs> sadly, I did see my. I don't want to be. I don't want to be Ed, but um. You got it, Kaju. It seems like uh, there's no other choice but for me to take this role. 
I mean, they simply are just fitting roles. One time, Justin, <laughs> we almost missed our flight. He pulled the most schemiest Ed thing I've ever seen. And you know what? We we missed. We, we, caught our, we caught our plane. And uh, yeah, I, I I eat beds. <laughs> Wait, what is happening? <laughs> no, he's telling a true story. He's telling a real, actual true story right now. Yeah. That was just Justin a lot. pulled off the most anything I've ever seen, to be honest. It's hilarious. He had us skipping lines to get to our flight, to get to our plane. <laughs> is this your flight uh, back from Texas? Yeah, mm-hmm. we, already, oh. we already had missed it once. We couldn't afford to miss it again. We would have been stuck in wait, Texas till today. Wait, 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 wait. You guys missed your flight? I remember yes. texting you guys, and you said that, oh, we're staying another day. I thought you guys chose that. <laughs> no. Wow. Might as well have, <laughs> Might as well have made that decision ourselves. I think I was just so, like, in stress mode, like, just to give some context, people, like, we were staring, staying in the same Airbnb at DreamCon, and I dropped them off. And I had to go, like, get rid of the rental and then get on my flight. And I text them when I get back. I'm like, hey, you know, safe flight to y'all. And then, like, I think it was Justin that said, oh, yeah, we're, we're staying another day. And I was like, oh, oh shit, bet, mm-hmm. have fun. I'm thinking it was just, like, they just wanted to vibe. I was wrong. Man, we were vibing. Shout out to that man, Caleb, bro. Yeah. He came in clutch, but he also missed so many turns on that freeway that day <laughs> that we missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Missed so many turns, bro. Put his car in <laughs> insane mode. But also, yeah, Kimmy was right though. Mode. He shouldn't have let us see his new house because that took like a, what an extra ten. Oh, you guys, yeah, we should have been one. there. We should have literally got there like three hours early. Three yeah, hours? Like oh, okay. Maybe not three, but okay. Well, we should have left the house three hours early. We should have just left an hour <laughs> early instead no. of twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Legit though, legit. We should have also with um, ten minutes to spare. I guess some more context for the uh, cul-de-sac thing is that me, Justin, and and Kaiju. I think we we're walking. What was it? Your house, Justin? We we're like walking around the block or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like me and you were talking about like living next to each other, and then we all said like cul-de-sac, and then Kaiju was talking about. I think Kaiju, you were talking about uh. Kai Sinna, Kai Sent, what was his name? Sinna, Yeah, and you were talking about how how he just has all his homies in a house and all that stuff, and I mean, all three of us were just like, man. All, that wasn't me. I didn't even know he had all his homies in the house. Oh. And that must have been me. Oh, that must have been Justin then. Players. Yeah, I remember it was us three, though. I don't even walking. think I was there for that conversation, honestly. You definitely were. <laughs> we were walking towards your car. When, when we Wild. first talked about the cul-de-sac, I think it was just you and I. Because I had told you that uh, that was a dream that I had since I was a kid to have like a neighborhood with all my homies in it. Mm-hmm. And then you had told me you had the same dream, and then we brought it up to Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there yeah. um Childish Gambino thing? Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my favorite project by him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Like, it sounds so familiar to me. That shit yeah. had, that's just okay. <laughs> bro. You were singing songs from it last night. Shut up. He sure was though. <laughs> and you didn't well, even know. I I think like the funny <laughs> <No>! thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funny thing is like me and Justin. I think the only reason why me, me and him connected was through like he was like seeing what I was listening to on Spotify through <laughs> Discord, and he's just like, "Oh, bet that song's good." 
yeah, I fuck with that. And he's just listening along with me. And yeah. I was just like, why is he doing that? I'm just like, is he picking on me? I can't tell if you're just like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that song's trash, but you're doing it in like a, a fun way or whatever. I'm just like, bro, is he hate my music? And then I'm like, oh, no, nah, he just like, he fucks with the same music. As yeah, me. I, was like, right, cool. I was just hitting on you. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, I love that because then I was able to be like, oh, yeah. You ever listen to this music? You like, like hitting oh, on yeah. you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said he said he was hitting on you he said yeah i like that have you, have you, seen, have you seen justin though like come on yeah he's man. an aphrodisiac of a man wow can you define those that eyes thing? chisel very chiseled chin for sure oh yeah no, that's the only thing giga chad uh all right filter well <laughs> i don't want <laughs> i can go on all day talking about justin you know what I'm but um i I feel like, uh, just to give more context, one of the reasons why I haven't been around on the podcast for so long is, uh, you know, we had a pandemic. There's a bunch of shit going on. And I, you know, this is an anime slash um, video game podcast, and I just haven't been like, consuming a lot of that. I'm not sure if you guys, like, have dealt with the same thing, but, like, I feel like over quarantine, I had a lot of, like, hard time doing the things that i normally like found fun because i was like so confined with being in that room all day being at my house all day instead of like you know having the choice to go out and do other shit or mm. find other creative avenues so like as instead of like watching every single anime that i didn't get the chance to watch i was just like dog i'm sick of anime <laughs> you know like i just found other shit to get into mm. um so i just wanted to ask like what you guys uh weren't doing and i also know that i met some of you guys throughout that time too man for pandemic i don't even know what i was doing it was a blur but um i mean before pandemic i was working at amazon and then uh you know covid had hit and i was like oh yeah yeah, I ain't working here no more. Everyone's getting COVID. They still telling us to come in and work. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> so then I, I was just on unemployment for like a straight year. And uh, yeah, I kind of was just just bullshitting my whole year. I didn't, I didn't really do anything too wild. I think I was trying to get into content, but I was kind of half-assing it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I honestly, that's like, yeah, I, I'd say honestly. Yeah, I think about it. Yeah, that's like the start of me doing uh, YouTube, really. Um, when I started making videos of Belle Delphine, uh, when she had made, when she made her how music video. How many views was that? How many, huh? How many views did you get on that one? Oh uh, man, I think I got like twenty or thirty thousand views on it. It was it was crazy. crazy. It was wild, and that's what uh, really jump started me with my excitement to be like, oh okay, hold on, I can actually people actually fuck with the videos. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's when I started yeah. popping off, and that's what it, pretty much all I was doing for 2020. After like I found, I seen what I wanted to do. I was just doing YouTube videos like day after day. And doing reaction channels or reaction videos and stuff. So that, yeah. that's how pretty much my 20 or COVID pandemic went. You had 35K, by the way. Oh, 35K, 35K. my bad. <laughs> Subtle flex. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah, like we actually met through playing Among Us, which is mm-hmm. like so interesting. Yes, um, sir. Like all, like me, Tijan, and Kaiju, like I, I, mem- I remember distinctively, like me and Tijan were just always on the same wavelength. Like, it was just, like, some shade. Like, we both be like, oh, you knew what I was thinking. Or, like, I knew what mm-hmm. you were thinking. And that that was, like, funny. But then, like, with Kaiju, I just, like, remember this. <laughs> you were just, like, 
I, I don't even know how, what to call you when you came into those uh those games. I know what you could call me. <laughs> there was some words I would use, but like <laughs> you you were just like a lot. And for me, I remember like, damn, like I just, like I don't know about this guy. This guy's weird. And then like you, you I kept fucking with you, and I was just like, damn. Like Kaiju's cool. Like he's <laughs> like you're actually like like super cool. And I, I think it was just like the way that you came in super hot mm-hmm. with all of us playing Discord. Like, mind you, um like I, I was modding for Kimmy and I think I was probably in her group for like maybe a few months before you came along. So like mm. I was already integrated. I was already like playing with them and shit. And then you came in, you were just like doing shit and i remember you posted like a video where you're like ah, i got caleb city in <laughs> among us or something mm-hmm. and i was just like i don't know about this guy and then like i was like yeah oh this, yeah this but um cool. you know that's why i did I, I when i did do that video i asked them if it was okay you know yeah, what i'm saying i feel like you've always done that though right mm-hmm. like even with the multiverses videos yeah yeah it, like that's the thing it's like it's worse when you're just like oh yeah i put x y and z in this video and like I'm just oh yeah, because I didn't want them to. I didn't want them to think that I, I have ill intentions. Like, oh, this is my chance. Let me see if I can get some views out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've oh, always, bad. you've always been on some like homie shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, but like, like Justin, I think I met him like a few months after Among Us died down, and Man, maybe like we're year. playing Goose Goose Duck a little bit. Yeah, that was a whole year, it, bro. It was like <laughs> October of last year, probably yeah so like it's just crazy to see uh how that happened especially because we went to DreamCon, but we didn't know you <laughs> like I have videos of you in it <laughs> exactly so crazy. <laughs> like yeah, justin, justin an, was because you're working yet. for uh vader as his assistant at the time yeah yeah it's like there's like a video that he took of um i think it was killed Caleb was getting like this like uh, piece painting. of art that was the painting that was done of him yeah. and like i was like right next to him or something and like when you showed me the video i was like yeah bro it's me it's <laughs> 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 just weird yeah it's and, surreal yeah like I- i'm glad that it happened the way it did like because justin's locked I- dlc literally <laughs> I was, I he was, was a locked character until next friend. year facts <laughs> yeah i was just that character that was alluded to throughout the show and it, I was just like not canon, and then uh, you know the writers just listened to the. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Who's that guy?" And then you know one of our main members fell out, so we had to add someone new, and that was just—he's always been there. So they were like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, one of that—he was that background yeah. character in season three, episode two, at two minutes Literally. in." And they just gave me a you know a little bit of a little bit of a flashback episode or two, and threw me in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right to me. Yeah. Um, Justin, right. yeah. So um, I did just talk a little bit about um, like the whole situation with like you being assistant for Vader, but like before that, before everything, like how did you find yourself in this and like kind of wanting to be an actor and you know I- I'm guessing just being all around creator. Uh, as a kid, I lived in a in a small town called Bakersfield. If you know what Bakersfield is, you probably wish you didn't. <laughs> but uh I, I was born there uh my mom's side of the family is very like farm and ranch type country folk 
and I was not with that at all. I was a very technology-based child, and I'd obvious I'd I'd often be the the tech support of the family. And uh, I had found my mom's VHS camera and started making stop motion films with my Lego SpongeBob and Dragon Ball Z and WWE action figures. And uh, my parents kind of like noticed, like, oh, yeah, you have a you have a knack for something absolutely outside of our reach here. So uh, when I turned eight, my dad was like, yeah, y'all gotta move to LA. My dad's from uh, Compton. So he, he grew up out here and he lived out here his whole life. And, um, he's like, yeah, we got to move to LA and get you more opportunity and stuff. And probably went about 10 years or almost 10 years without really doing anything acting related. And then in high school or late middle school, I got into improv. And then in high school, I got into theater. And, uh, when COVID hit, that's when I made my transition to like film acting and stuff from mm-hmm. live performing. So yes, yeah. and that's dope. when I met Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I think what's cool is that like you went from being an assistant to like truly transitioning to like a member of like his crew that like you not a member of his crew but like an actor that he taps to be yeah. in his features. You know, like and that I feel like you're you're really creating your own name and your own place in this space. I think yeah. that's dope. It's uh. It's funny because um, going into that job, I didn't think that was even, you know, within my jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I really just went into that job to learn the business side of creating and the business side of film and production and all that, so that I can understand. And once I do eventually branch off and start acting or start directing or whatever, what it takes when it comes to making negotiations and uh, scheduling sets, scheduling other actors, trying to get prices right when, you know, my budget's different than what a specific group of people are asking for and things like that. So uh, I feel like that really prepared me. Yeah, it was going to be a nice, my next question, now. actually. That's great. Um, I actually, so I don't think I told you guys this. Uh, my first interaction with Vader was, uh, what year was it? I think it was 20... 20 or 2019 maybe i don't remember mm. but it was uh it was i think it was anime no it was crunchyroll expo and he was there probably presenting like a hood naruto video or something mm. and i was there with some friends and I, I wasn't like doing anything like i didn't know anybody or whatever i just had my camera i was taking pictures and like he was like around a bunch of cosplayers and they were like posing i was like all right cool i'll take some pictures and like i, I got some fire pictures of him i just like never really posted it and then um, I was walking around later that day, and one of the Hypeland people uh, walked up to me and was just like, hey, bro, you a photographer? I was like, uh, n- not really. <laughs> I just got a camera. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, we need a photographer. You think you can like take pictures for, for Vader for this like drop we're going to do? And I was like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was That's just so like, wild. all right, bet. Yeah, like I like that almost happened, but then like I, I forgot. I think I I missed that guy later that day or something, but it was just like wild that I could have like done that earlier for him, and I had never mentioned to him because you know it's not like we talk like that. But it's just funny that that was like my first interaction. That's hilarious. You know, that was mad random. 
and funny yeah. the guy said well, that is you know, like super random yeah bro bro i used to like the thing is i used to be at like conventions all the time like i was at anime expo all the time i was at Crunchyroll expo i used to work with Crunchyroll on like their booths so mm-hmm. like i i did that so like none of that it, w- it wasn't like anything weird to me i was just like oh yeah bro i'll do that shit because i understand that in conventions they just pay you to do certain like odd jobs sometimes mm-hmm. um but yeah also like justin aren't you and kaiju like from the same like you guys go to the same high school or something yeah which is also very random because oh, no. we didn't know each other <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we didn't know each other at all and we have the same birthday which is kind same of the thing we wanted over. Same high school. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of like Destin. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it was Destin. <laughs> if I didn't meet him, it wouldn't matter. Faye would make me meet him. I'd be in Bali and he'd be in fucking Aladdin. And I'd come through and you know what I'm saying? We meet. <laughs> it's just because Man, Kaiju, you, you unlocked the DLC that you needed to. Literally. Mm-hmm. And it was then, so you know, random. He knows people I know, which is surprising. And then it was just like, oh, okay interesting actually i I knew i was gonna be i I knew he was gonna be my soul once i found out he had the same birthday as me it was over from there i made it a i made it a point to never let him go what what do you mean by soul you know what i mean Uh, on the day of your death i shall claim it no i'm just i like your video um kaiju mm-hmm. let me ask you the same question i just asked justin like where like what motivated you what like inspired you to want to get into this space mm-hmm. yo who got who like, <clears> like throat> when throat> yeah like what like before you said you said in the pandemic that's when you started wanting to make like content like what led you there oh okay well now we going we going back to when i was born no i'm playing playing uh nah i was just would always want to do content i was always inspired like when i would watch uh i used to watch minecraft youtube a lot like sky does minecraft and all them old uh, minecraft youtubers and they had like oh they had like their own little like you know they had their their squad and you know that always inspired me i was like i want i want something like that i was i used to do minecraft videos so you know i've always been like a creative kid honestly i wish i had did vine i just didn't know how to do vine i didn't know how to make videos on there i didn't understand how that worked so i never would do them i was too like also you know back then like more shy and scared to do things and try things out mm-hmm. so uh yeah pretty much uh, from there i've always been wanting to do content and then like i kept telling myself once in 2018 i get my new laptop i'm gonna start streaming and being more into content and then like i got my computer i was a little i, I got i did what i needed to do but i was still like half-assing it i think the most purest form is like of me actually putting in effort and wanting to do content it was probably around the time i met you guys you know what i'm saying like met caleb and then got to see you know he's an actual just a regular person you know yeah bro. so yeah that's that's mainly the biggest probably start for me to make want to be content is like being around the people that i want to be bro let me ask you this real quick i i and this could just be me but mm-hmm. is it do you do you actually like watch their content now that you know the people that you like are around nah like, you... I, I i watch it but not like actively looking if that makes yeah, sense like, yeah like i used to have like push notifications on for like caleb for, mm-hmm. for example and like now i'm just like dude it feels weird because like i like we know him now and it's just mm-hmm. like bro if i like he's literally who he is in the video yeah like that that's just him so yeah it's just, i get like, my daily I'm, dose no, yeah kidding. like i'll still watch it if like mm-hmm. it's like just support and just because it's funny but like 
like even Griffey, like like oh, uh, when when we talk about like people being regular guys like Griffey mm-hmm. and Caleb, like they're just like the most humble dudes, you know? Oh yeah, and, yeah. That's that was surprising for me because I didn't think I used to be. There was one time I'd actually met Griffey before actually like knowing him, knowing him, and it was well, I once got on his live stream, and I just remember me being the most shyest wuss <laughs> ever. And I, I, you know, it's not that's not usually me, but meeting someone that I I admire or something makes me like I don't know, just you know, what I'm saying it's like meeting you know, a star, a superstar that you like, you know, so it made me feel different. So me being friends with them, it just it's just funny to me how now I can be my authentic self and it's just it's just a funny thing to see yeah bro like you know like they're 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 your friend because of who you are yeah so i'm glad that you're able to shake off that Mm -hmm. um shy shy kid you know it's real easy to do that but like when you're in the space like look at vader right like or like pierre to be Mm -hmm. around like uh was it chris chris sabat like the guy that voices like vegeta like it's it's real easy to be like like, oh my god, this kid, this guy is, like, the person that, like, made me as a kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's also just better to just be like, yo, I'm a creative, too. I did this shit and, like, kind of own it and be yourself. And Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's cool. Um, Tijan. Hello. So, you have a lot. Like, uh, I, I, we could talk, <laughs> like, I, I remember, Fairly like. Put. I feel like I've talked to you about your past, like when you first like started getting into not just like YouTube, right? Like you're also doing, um, like you were dancing and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What what were you on? Was it? I forgot. There was like a. I was gonna a sh- be on Step Up, and then up. Uh, me and my friend Zach also applied to be on. Uh, what was it America's Got Talent? So. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I don't know. It's just like whenever I hear your story from like way back to like now it's just like it's it's crazy to me to like all the experiences you had in like the short time but um, yeah i was yeah i guess i always just wanted to be like a a creator and i guess seeing it now i think i have a slightly different uh view or perspective than justin and kaiju when it comes to like creatives just Mm -hmm. because the people that they're looking up to i met a long time ago you know I, i grew up with caleb so to me caleb is just Caleb and you know and Caleb was always looking up to me type joint because I was always trying to be on some dancing singing rapping type joint you feel me so mm-hmm. uh yeah I've always known that I just wanted to be like an entertainer you know mm-hmm. so yep. I guess I started off I I really started off I guess learning how to write because my brother taught me like he would like sit me down and just like teach me how to like write lyrics and, and stuff like that but I was like really, really bad at playing piano and, and dancing. And I got made fun of a lot for that. So I just like, we had a grand in my parents' place and I would just go practice like all the time, just randomly. And same thing with dance. I would just watch dance videos and just practice like crazy. And I would just bump music all the time. And eventually I got good, good enough to be on a dance team and good enough to, you know, play on some tracks. And yeah, that's why I met my my best friend Zach, and we did a lot during that high school time, just performing, battling, traveling, and yeah, in that time, I guess it was yeah like a short time, like I guess in the span of, I guess when he and I became like an official like two man crew, in the span of like 
a year and a half or two, I would say that we got pretty far. That's when we got the, um, the offers to be on step up. And then the last step up that they had was when we're in, uh, I guess my first year of college. So that was maybe what the end of 2012. And then, yeah, when I came back from college, Caleb was already doing pretty big. And I guess that's when Vine had, uh, died down and he had to rebrand and that's when I met Bader and all them and to me I didn't even know that they were creators I think that's like the running joke for me I'm always surrounded by creators and I don't know that they're creators and I just treat them like normal people yeah like I think the thing I really like about meeting everyone in this space like at least in our like our very specific like niche area right like the DreamCon Mm -hmm creators like the the rdc's and vader and i think bro all them like everyone like from my experience everyone like literally just treats you like like you're just like you are someone and not like oh how many followers do you have or like oh yeah genuine what, people yeah like mm-hmm. I, I remember um like when i first met minicon like he was just at um caleb's house and like he you know he just like asked me like questions that like I would ask like someone I just met on the street. Like that's the level of respect he was giving me. And then right. he was just like, Oh yeah. Like you're from Rhode Island. Oh, me too. Like I was actually there too. And that's, that's where I came from. It's just weird to know that there's other people from there. And like, we had like a long chat about it and like, we were going to, I forgot where we went. Uh, we went, we went to get pancakes or something. And he was just like, Oh yeah, you should order this. This is definitely what I order. And I was just like, Bro, like he didn't have to go out of his way to do all that for someone that he doesn't know that probably has zero followers compared to like him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. But one thing I wanted to mention about you is like, I think that you're such a great example of like, um, there there is such a thing as like talent, but like there's like the hours and hours that people don't see. Like you, mm-hmm. you put a lot of time into like these things um, and you were able to like... Um, really show it and like for example you're freestyling like i feel like <laughs> it's like on some other shit whenever you freestyle i'm just like bro i i, I don't know like where he's coming with this shit but you could do that shit all day and i know that's just like from you practicing and yeah legit just how many beats you make a all day? the time how many beats? beats a day man oh I, i'll say i make probably three now but when I get into it, like then when you were like uh, asking me, like help you make beats, which we can still do, by the way. Yeah. I was making like seven a day. <laughs> I was going yeah. stupid. I was so hungry. I'm still hungry now. I'm still hungry now. But I think I'm being a little bit more uh, organized with the way I do things now compared to like maybe a year or two ago. Because I was mm-hmm. so freaking hungry, bro. I was like, no, I have to get better. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, like you actually made the new uh, intro. I'm gonna say outro too. I'm pretty sure I it was Bo, and mm-hmm. I he he made that shit for me a year ago. Pretty sure, and I was just like, oh bro, like this shit's hot. Like I, I need this, paid for it, and I I kept it, and I just didn't make any fucking podcast. <laughs> so you know, like the thing is, is that this guy, he's I don't know. He's, he's super genuine too. I feel like you're a great teacher as well. 
when it comes to this shit. So, like, if anybody is looking to learn more about Beats and, like, you know, just see his creative process, you can definitely tune in to his uh, YouTube channel. But um, hey, outside of, like, you, yeah, for sure. Outside of the Beats, like, um, now that you've been doing Jubilee, like, how's that going? Man, Jubilee and shout out to, to you and my, my people's Justin and Kaiji. They have... I wouldn't have been doing Jubilee if I didn't meet them. I'm not even going to cap. <laughs> I didn't meet... I think we talked about this not too long ago. If I didn't meet Justin and Kaiji, I wouldn't be doing Jubilee. Like, I think Justin and Kaiju push me in different ways. And... Ka- you know what's funny? I think what was going on during that time, especially... Uh, even before I met Justin is like Kaiju looked up to me and I couldn't understand why I'm just like, bro, you're driving me around, bro. You know, I just could not, I couldn't (laughs) fathom what he's looking up to. And, you know, for him, I guess it was just the kind of like what you were talking about the talent and my eagerness to just go. You put, you put the hours in, bro. You put the hours in and like, but I couldn't see it when you're inspired too. like you, you, like you, you latch on to the thing that that you want to be creative with and you mm-hmm. really figure it out. That's something that I think everyone's like envious of. Like I know I am for sure. Like I, <laughs> I, I made like we, we did our little beat thing. Like we made mm-hmm. like one really good beat that I really like and then like I got a mm-hmm. little, I got a bunch of trash ones. But you t- you taught me the foundation and like the way you taught was great. And I'm always gonna appreciate that. Hey but, bro, you um, need more lessons. I got you, bro. <laughs> it's it's good. Sure. Uh, with Jubilee, I want to ask: Does your uh, like perspective is it change a little bit since you've been on Jubilee? Like, like when you watch it, is it like weird now? Uh, okay. So I'm just not a fan of watching myself on cam. So that's just my thing. That's fair. Like even even like what with me doing like the the herb shoot for Powerpuff Girls and all that, I'm just one of those. I'm I'm like Will Smith or. Yeah, because I think Will Smith once said that he doesn't like watching his vids back either. Like I just, I just don't like once I do the work and put in the work for the acting, I just don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely say that my perspective changed just because I can because I've been on the show. I kind of know somewhat what they're looking for and how they edit versus yeah. like being an outsider looking in, mm-hmm. you know. Like they they cut out a lot of fat and a, and a lot of details sometimes just to. They're really trying to reach their ten minute mark if they can, you know. So if they have, you know, two hours worth of footage, they're not gonna go and put a twenty minute video out unless it's like a series that's going on. If you're in one show and you guys did an hour, they're gonna make it ten minutes. So I can tell like when they're cutting, like watching their videos now, I'm like, okay, they cut right here. Somebody was probably going to say something else, blah, 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 you know? So and that would that, be like my perspective changing. Does that discourage you like at all when you're like, oh shit, like you go there, you spend all day doing the shoot and then you only see that you had like two minutes or something like that? Uh, I think it makes me strategize what I say now. Gotcha. So you know me, I'm like the king of going into details and stuff. I think the reason why Jubilee likes me is because I'm pretty different and I don't really fit their formula because they, they try and put people in, in boxes 
and I don't think that's a bad thing, but you know, they're trying to make you like an archetype, like, oh, this is the person who strongly disagrees. So, you know, cause they, they have these topics like, oh, who thinks this, who thinks that? So they want your perspective as a person who strongly disagrees on something. You get me? Yeah, yeah. So when I answer questions, you know, I'm never so far left and so far right, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why they like me, but because they still do like the box formula, some things that I say don't make the cut. So I have to make sure that the stuff that comes out of my mouth is always important. Yeah. So that like when they're trying to put me somewhere, they're going to have like a harder time and they people have to receive what I say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I want I to do... say something. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. <clears throat> I raised my hand, but I don't know if anyone's seen that. I saw uh, it. I saw it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, though, sorry, man, to John be having uh, so many opinions, they, they, and when the first video he was in, they took him out in, like, like, <laughs> like a minute. They took him out in a minute, and he had he told us he, was, he had way more to say, and they cut all that I down. Did. They that's, cut all yeah, that that's down. What, that's why I was asking about the discouragement, because, like, I know I would be discouraged. Like, bro, I just sat here, I did all this work, and, like, I explained myself completely, and then, like, oh, mm-hmm. they didn't even put that in. Like, God Yeah, no, nah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's... They're doing their job, you know? So I'm not mad at them doing their job. I just have to make sure that whenever I talk, it's something important that they have to put in there, you know? Because they're not going to have me... Oh, go ahead, Kaji. I was going to say, because the way they edited it, they made it seem like he is a... He's arrogant. Yeah. (laughs) They made him seem like he's he's better than everyone. He knows that he could just get women. (laughs) Yeah, 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 basically. Yep. And that was the only thing that you really heard from me. I was just like, man, I said so much. <laughs> <laughs> I said so much in that first bit, the little uh, cheaters one. I said a lot of things. Um, now, I do also want to ask about, like, for you guys, like, what do you think? Like, since you're surrounded by these other creatives that we were talking about, like, Justin, for you, like, being around Vader and... Tajan growing up with Caleb like I know for you it's just like oh yeah that's Caleb no matter what but like when you get to a point where I think you said you were working with like Anderson Pack on something like mm-hmm. uh is it like how does it feel being around these people that are like already there or like in the process of being in these like upper echelons and like you're kind of like grinding from the bottom or like midway like, how does it feel for you? Like, is there, like, do you ever feel, like, um, discouraged? Are there times where you're just like, ah, oh, damn, like, I- I'm not where this guy is. Like, does comparisons get in the way? Like, what, what, or, like, is there any advice you can give to somebody else that's trying to, like, come up? Man, I'll say for all of us, I think we all feel like we're not doing enough. But I think the severity is different (laughs) man i'm not doing enough i'm not doing enough bro i knew Uh, if i don't if i don't have a girlfriend i will never be doing enough (laughs) no i uh i don't i don't feel like we'll ever think we're doing enough i think even once we're there and people are looking at us like we're doing too damn much we need to sit down that uh we still don't think we're doing enough. I think that's a mindset more than yeah, it is a, a place in life. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't I don't know if that mindset will ever uh, shake itself, or at least anytime soon. I think I think feeling like you're not doing enough is what gets you ahead of other people. Mm-hmm. So even when you're doing the most and you still feel like eh, I could do better. I think that person is going to get farther than the person that's very satisfied with what they did. Yeah, I, I yeah. would agree. I think that for me, I would say that we're all doing good, but I don't think we all feel like we're doing enough. You got it, Kaiju? Kaiju? My bad, I forgot I had to hit the raise hand. But yeah, no, I was also going to say, um, yeah, I feel like even if, as Justin said, even if I do feel like I'm, I made it to the top, I'm going to feel cool. But if I start, like, not doing it, I think I'm going to be so conditioned, like, a routine to the point, like, yo, I got to make a video. I'm, like, I'm going to start feeling guilty that I'm not doing anything when I could be doing more and making more money. Yeah, it sucks because, like, it's it's like, oh, shit. Like, if you're it, – it just becomes a cycle, right? Because even if you do enough mm. or, like, what you think is enough as in, like, you add, like, another six hours of work and then, yeah. like, you crash – and you're just like your body needs to catch up to the amount of time that you just spent doing the extra work. It's just a continuous cycle instead of like, what can I do that will like add to the product, like the thing I'm creating? Like, I want this thing to be better, like mm-hmm. the quality of it, instead of like pushing out content 24 7. Um, Tijan? Yeah, I wanted to add a different layer that Justin and Kaiju may not feel. I think for me, and y'all can chime in whenever, I think for me, another thing that kind of adds on to it for me is that when I'm looking at people who are higher, right, like in their career, you know, uh, Vader, Caleb, I actually don't think they're working as hard as me and Justin and Kaiju, but they have more on their plate. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. like in, in order for like, me, Justin, and Kaiju to put out a Vader-esque type film, we would need too many resources to get there. Not saying that we can't do it, but like us doing what we're doing right now, I would say from their perspective is amazing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's, there's, there's quite literally like levels to this shit. Like, Vader started from the old, old, like, I remember one of his his old, like, hood Naruto videos. I'm just like, wow, this is nothing like what he puts out now. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. what he puts out now. So, like, what he was doing in the beginning, that's something you guys could easily achieve. But what he's doing now in the amount of, like, like you said, resources and people that, you know, he has helping him out now, it's just it's just not even, like, fair to, like, say, oh, yeah, like, I should be able to do that right now. Right. I also feel like there's a difference between uh, feeling like you worked hard on something and something just being good regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know Tajan can resonate with me for sure on uh, <laughs> some things we've, we've made. We feel like it's our subpar work and it ends up being people's favorites. Man. And, you know... It kind of is what it is at that point. Like our work is our work and it's still a reflection of us. But it's it's crazy to know that um at the end of the day, you could really do what's necessary and not overachieve and still get there. Mm-hmm. Not to say that overachieving is uh 
you know, not a necessary skill to, to cultivate and to learn. But, you know, sometimes less is more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just know that, like, I like when I hear, like, how Caleb talks about his video process sometimes, because, like, it, it's like he cares more about, like, the video, like, sounding, like, looking the way he wants it to look. He wants, uh-huh. like, it to be completed and also, like, not completely stripped down when he gives it to, like, a sponsor, right? And, like, I've heard examples, like, I'm not going to use him as an example, but I've heard examples from other people where they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I I put it in front of somebody, I put it in front of this company, and then they were like, oh, we don't like this, we don't like this, can we actually see the script? I want to, like, rewrite the script, this, this, and that. And it's just like, dog. <laughs> like, it, it's just not even a thing. Like, I remember Gideon actually just had something, like, this happened. Like, he, he went on his YouTube stream, and he, like, was crying because of some like NFL deal that he pretty much gave up on because it was against his like values as a creator. Like sometimes you just kind of like, like look at it as I am a creative. I'm not like looking at the output of like how much money I'm going to make or like how many people are going to see it. I just want to make this thing. Cause it's cool. It's kind of like when I watch you guys make beats sometimes, like, like you, like sometimes like just will make like what he calls like a trash beat or whatever. And I'm just like, dog, I just love watching you work in that environment and like make like connecting the sounds and like putting something together that like you might think is trash. And I'm like, oh, I kind of fuck with this. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> Especially with some ignorant shit. Man. Wholeheartedly agree. It's hilarious. Uh, I feel as though like, you know, just, just creating, I guess is the, the key to it creating regardless of uh indiscriminately creating i guess because i I know i i'm for sure a perfectionist so when i make something and i know like it's just not starting out the way i wanted to start out i'm like oh okay this is gonna be trash i'm fine with that i just write it off and Mm -hmm. it ends up being something that you and tc are like man i don't know what this is but i love it and i'm just like bro i know this is trash but go crazy (laughs) and it's just uh it's funny because like if I if I listed off like three of my top beats or anything that I've made, probably only one of those will be in y'all top three of things that I've made. Yeah. So, you know, hey. outside here, perspectives buddy. are definitely different. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so people like that can your Negro beat and throat and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, over you here. said sheer ignorance. <laughs> yes, everybody loves those sheer ignorant beats that I have, and then I'll be like, "Man, but what about that chow beat I made?" <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I like it. Man, I I have to stop myself from listening to it. I was proud of myself when I made that. Man. Well, let me. Since this is the Blacking Out Otaku Gamers podcast, I do want to ask you guys what your favorite animes are mm. um i think that i had a, a large conversation with uh Tijan and kaiju yesterday i think about mm-hmm. the ign top 25 best anime of all time list hilarious and uh yeah like justin i'm, I'm not sure if you know about this list i can actually I read it to you and see what you think um okay. but first i'd love to hear like what your like top five would be if you have one top throw it on watch anime 
<laughs> chill out. I don't watch newer animes very much, so you're going to see a lot, you know, not on my list. A lot of things that came out with them last my week. My mans. Uh, damn, but that's difficult. My list changes. Uh, my, my top one for sure is Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. That is, that is my all-time favorite. Are you talking about like Brotherhood or the original? I'm talking about the OG. OG. Okay. I grew up on the OG. Uh, I acknowledge that Brotherhood is true to the manga. But OG got some aspects that I just really love. They got that slice of life stuff, man. That slice of life stuff. Just yes, be... sir. Mwah, mwah, my man's. Mwah. That's my man's right there, man. Man. Tell them. It's that slice of life stuff that make Dragon Ball be over Dragon Ball Z for me. Yeah, like, Tijan actually made, like, a, a point about, um, I think it was you that made the point about, like, Dragon Ball Z and, like, mm-hmm. the Piccolo and Goku, like, Driver's Ed episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I do fuck with that, too. Like, it adds a little more, like, uh, a little more to the characters. Like, Slice I want to see them doing shit like that. Yeah, like, I fuck with it. It just sucks when, like, let's just say you're in the middle of, like, an arc and, <laughs> like, some shit's going down. And then the next episode, they're going to driver's ed. Okay, that would piss me off. Yeah, okay, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all got bored. I get it. Y'all got bored. Yeah. That should be pissing me off. That's one thing about older anime specifically that, you know, we couldn't escape. But people that are getting in, in anime 2012 and beyond up until now, they have no idea what we went through growing up. Watching Bobobo and they over here fighting shit, and all of a sudden he just grooming his mustache for a whole episode. Bro, to be fair though, Bobobo is an exception because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what the story was. If I watched it, I just watched it. That's big facts. About some Bobobo. You're just supposed to. You're just supposed to watch it. Literally, don't dissect it. It'll hurt you. Well, we can uh, make it a little simpler, and we just like take your number one if you just want to use full metal yeah i mean i can do like top three top three yeah i can on. do top three uh not even top three it's his only three wow no i have more. <laughs> go crazy bro uh my second favorite is uh Kenichi, the mightiest disciple hmm. i gotta Hilarious. get into that i'm i'm such a sucker for slice of life shit bro and that anime isn't over the top at all when it comes to uh abilities and shit it's very realistic when it comes to uh the fights and the techniques that they they actually have to use in battle mm-hmm. um but you know it's still got that that old school anime feel it's still got the fan service and shit um and then my third gotta be you know ye old never failed the the dragon ball franchise um, <laughs> whole franchise, the whole franchise, franchise not Dragon you know. Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball Super, definitely um, not GT. Ye old reliable, old reliable <laughs> Dragon Ball franchise, and right behind that would be Naruto. So, I guess you got my top four Dragon Ball and Naruto are pr- almost even for me, but Dragon Ball is my gateway drug, so I can't not have that on my top three. That's funny as hell, yeah. Hmm. Okay, um. Jukai, oh go? man, I'm indecisive. Well, I know you Hawke shows on that list. Yeah, of course. Kaiju, go ahead, bro. Let me let me think some more. My bad, I was talking. Forgot I was muted. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Now we doing top three? You said 
Top three, yeah. Oh, top three, easy. Naruto, because I grew up on that. That was like probably the first anime I considered anime at the time. Shippuden or? No, not regular Naruto, regular Naruto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even regular, but the whole thing. Naruto, anyways. Yeah, Naruto, that was most definitely the top. That's my top one. Will always be and never. Nothing will ever change it. it anytime I ever watch the fights, it still gives me chills. Storyline, I love it. Still hate Sakura. Such a great time. <laughs> uh, second one would probably be Soul Eater because that was like a first anime I shared with other friends to watch with. And it was sort of like an experience, low key. Oh, that's so nice. I just thought uh, I'm changing my name. My t- I'm changing my answer now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> but nah, yeah. So Soul Eater was like the first anime experience. I got the experience with someone else. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, like this is really dope. And I, I never really, I never seen an anime like that with such a nice art style. And the main character uses a scythe, which is like her homie, at the same time, which was such a, such a cool thing. And I just that that most definitely got me. And then my third probably have to be Bleach because I yeah. the the drip in Bleach is immaculate and the music go crazy. And yeah, you just split mm, a whole yeah. culture of people right there with that answer. You said what? Yeah, he did. It's interesting. <laughs> you said I did what? I said you split a whole culture of people, people that might have been with you that whole time, either love or Bro, hate. Bro, no. it's like you got me listen, in the first half. No, <laughs> no one can tell me that Bleach don't go crazy, so I, I don't care. I don't and care. That first season go crazy. Man, don't, don't the, go, everything don't go, go crazy. Don't go back into the Discord. That's listen, funny. Listen, 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 listen. I think, <laughs> I think. Bleach haters. Hold on, I got you right here. <clears throat> I'm my, one of them. My opinion is that Bleach goes crazy. Some things may not add up in the anime. Okay, I don't care. I'm enjoying it for me. <laughs> I don't care about the damn story. I don't. I, if I I want to see him save people, he gonna save them. If he gotta get another random OP power up, he gonna get that power up. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. They can't change my mind. It won't. Okay. Watch that new Dragon Ball movie and use that same excuse. I don't like Dragon Ball though. <laughs> in fact, I I would rate Dragon Ball all the way in a hundredth place in my top one hundred anime. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, go ahead and clip that Blackatron. That'll go on. <laughs> I'm still indecisive, but I definitely would have to say Yu Yu um, Yu Yu Hakusho is one of my all-time favorites. It's something that I, I only go back and watch when I forget the story. So, uh, me and Angel just got done watching it, and I I enjoy it. Like Yu Yu, is 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 that it's that anime that's nostalgic for me because I could never remember the name for it. I can only remember it in concept, you know, like what was that one show? Oh my God, dude. I have so yeah. many like Toonami shows like that. It's so <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just that, that anime I can always go back to, to just learn my, my favorite characters always change as of now. And I, I personally feel like Karama will probably be my favorite character from now on though. It mm-hmm. used to be Hiei, and it switched to Yusuke, and I've even been a Kurobara fan. I've been everywhere, bro, and now I'm just kind of, like, stuck on Karama, because he's just... I love the lovable idiots. <laughs> like, like, he's, he's like, like, he's, you know, he's a guy that he's beefing with, um, is it Yusuke, like, in the beginning for so mm-hmm. long and then like he's crying about him when he died yeah yeah like i was just like damn i like this guy kurabara man he's a real one kurabara such a mm. he's so man. funny i think i confused him that. i watched uh yu haku show back when maybe probably in high school i watched it so 2016 
16 maybe and it was mm-hmm. funny because my it was a uh what is it it was a teacher that told me that i should watch it he was like a um was it substitute teacher random mm-hmm. out you know what i'm saying like not saying i didn't do nothing in class but you know what i'm saying most definitely was on that chromebook going crazy so he one day saw me <laughs> scrolling through trying to watch some anime he said oh you watch anime i said yep and he was like oh you know you should watch you because i was like what is that you know what I'm saying? You put me on to uh, some clean. I, I watched the whole entire series, but I think I missed out on a lot of episodes. That I think I watched like a, uh, I don't know if things are quote unquote filler, but Tajan will watch some episodes sometimes. I would I glance and he would be seeing Kie in full training arc fighting something, and I never seen that. <laughs> I, the, I swear, the only, like I must have only watched Yu Yu moments, like our uh, Yusuke moments, because oh bro, yeah, I, I don't know. I watched the whole entire four seasons of Yusuke. Yeah, because they do have episodes, like, their slice of life, I'm a sucker for it, too, just like Justin. Their mm-hmm. slice of life is included in in their real, in the real canon episode. So, like, mm-hmm. they're training before something. It's not just... Yeah, I might have been watching, like, uh, like kind of like One Piece, which is just One Piece, but without, like, everything just going... Yeah. No, nothing, mm-hmm. no filler at all. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. They don't really have like filler in, in UU like that. Yeah, not not so necessarily so like filler, but like anything that doesn't pertain to gunning for the story. Right. No, I get yeah. you. I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I watched um, that. But you talked to Cole. Yeah, I think like Justin, I love Slice of Life. I'm a sucker for it. But also I love, this just pertains to kind of like any show. I love shows that teach lessons Mm. Or will help you in your daily life. Like that's one of the whole. That's one of the reasons why I love Avatar so much. I, I'll like just pop on a random episode of Avatar, and just sit. You know, I always can come back and um, pick apart like layers of something, or mm. a lesson being told, even if it's like symbolic. Yeah. So I, I don't that's... know. That's what, that's how like I think that a lot of us like uh, got our moral like guides like when we were kids like outside of like mm-hmm. you know religion or whatever you got from your parents mm-hmm. like these cartoons and anime really built up the foundation for us. Yeah, I guess I would say for now because I have I watch I'm a dub watcher for everybody that needs to know so mm-hmm. all right i i was forced to um <laughs> i'm i'm forced to to have like a bigger anime palette i don't just sit and watch you know uh adventure and beat em up animes you know i i watch a whole bunch of just wild stuff i watch cooking animes like <laughs> so my top three is probably wild more wild than kaiju's for sure mm. I'm not that wild, bro. Pretty tame. Okay. I, I think mine changes too, because I like a lot of old animes as well. I would probably say like Yu Yu. Fuck man. Yeah. You know crazy. I like Detective Conan, bro. I have to put Conan in there, bro. Dude, I, like, Conan, I love Conan's it so much. I love it so much. Blackchon, would you say that you like old anime too? Uh I I can't go back to it and feel the way I felt before. Like I guess my for example, like Attack on Titan and 
like I, I was looking at my shelf just now and I saw Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Like the newer animation that's like super polished, it's just like, well shit. Like like we talked about the other day, like the meta changed of anime where like the animation is just too good mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. also like everyone's attention span's so short, so like people aren't trying to watch like a bunch of filler, you know, just talking mm-hmm. for twenty, thirty minutes. They'd rather see like hands like fucking Jujutsu Kaisen twenty four seven. Man. So like uh, I'm in the middle, right? Like, I I can fuck with old shit, but dude, if you want, if you paid me to watch Cowboy Bebop again, I don't know if I can. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like because it's episodic, I'm not like in the mood to watch those episodes, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I hear you. Honestly, you, I was uh... alluding, I was alluding to a joke, but since you didn't, and you didn't say you did, so can't make the joke now. That's funny. <laughs> but I can't for John. Yeah, when you're born, you know, in the 1960s, you know, you know. <laughs> No, that's funny no i i am down with the new i'm I'm down with the new as well because you know i love jujitsu guys and i love demon slayer i love dr stone above both of them i'm not even gonna cap dr stone's like, great just to like i i just love the nuggets of information i get from watching it yeah i was gonna ask you blackertron have you seen um have you seen march comes in like a lion i don't know the, the uh, japanese name for it I I watched a bit of it. I didn't finish it. It reminded me of um, what's that one show? Um, you're lying, April, but less you know about music and more about like it's is is it shogi or is it something else? Mm-hmm. It's shogi. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I heard it gets real deep and like it's a really emotional show. So I definitely want to watch mm-hmm. it. I just haven't like you know you had to be in the mood for a show like that for sure. Man, that's probably in my top three right now. It might get, you know, thrown away. It might go down to like 10 or something. But yeah, I I just have a really big, versatile palette. So I think I would pick, you know, I'm I'm trying to pick from like, okay, here's my adventure fighting one. Here's my slice of life one. Here's my, man, I just want to kick back. (laughs) There you go. Like, I just mentioned the whole thing about episodic shows, right? Where, like, I, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't watch Cowboy Bebop, but, like, yet one of my favorites is fucking Detective Conan. Like, mm-hmm. that makes no sense when Detective mm-hmm. Conan's, like, 90, no, 80% episodic. Like, yeah. if you watch that show, it's like, all right, here's one case, here's another case, two mm-hmm. episodes of that case, and then it's another case. And, like, it's not really answering, like, the main plot point all yeah. the time like that's why it's a thousand episodes because like the kid the guy is still a kid he's still mm-hmm. in a kid body so like it, it's hard like i can't push people on to watch man he's been in the kid body for sure. 900 episodes but bro if you man. actually dig into it it's a good show it's really it really good. is man why is I he so stop. tiny in a courtroom who's allowing this oh the bin kicked that i wouldn't give no credibility <laughs> wow what's the uh what's the other anime where it's like in a courtroom though Case closed. Uh, Ace Attorney. Oh. Huh? You said Ace what Attorney? Attorney? Ace Attorney. Yeah, yeah Ace I think Attorney. a lot of people would, would probably stomach that one before they stomach um Conan. Man, yeah. dang and Ropa. Oh my gosh. That's not even core. That's just a headache. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching the an- if you're not watching the anime, bro, turn that off. Don't play the game, bro. It's like that's like it's like eighteen hours worth of gameplay. I'm that's like hilarious because because the game is way better than the anime. I know, That's but at least funny. the anime, it, it's going to end. Wow. It's going to end. Bruh. That game, you're like, playing marathon we sessions. We get it, bro. You can't play strategy games. We I get think it, bro. It's, 
it's tough for me to like think of like a top five even now like i feel like before i definitely had one off the top of my head but like right now like if i had to think of a top three it'd definitely be detective conan in there um i love haikyuu like that's one of my favorite ones mm. um and uh, uh John, i think background noise oh my bad that's uh, people outside my bad maybe probably yo i hate to say this because i'm not even done with it like i'm only halfway through one piece but like i probably i put one piece up there like one mm. piece is so good mm-hmm. that's most definitely so my fourth man would you be mad if i said i love tokyo ghoul bro Man, when you said that, like, I I agreed with you to a level, right? It's like the first season, it's solid, and then like it's so good actually, and then it, the pacing gets rough towards the very very end when the Jason fight happens, and mm-hmm. then you're like, Route A, what happened? Wait, what? This is what? <laughs> and then you keep going, and you're just like, oh man, they really just did that. And you know, so, other animes like that. I wanna I wanna reboot. What's up, Justin? I'm about to say Bleach, aren't you? You know what other anime is like that? What? Hmm. Man, Sword Art Online. <laughs> I, Sword Art Online's a, a band, a band name in this uh, podcast. Now, 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 hold on. Sao goes absolutely crazy in the first season. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it if, does go crazy in the first season. I love how fast did he not fold halfway through the first season, maybe even two thirds in the first season. It could be up there with my hero and Demon Slayer right now. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna keep it a thousand with y'all. I liked every aspect of Sao. The fact is, I love every? Isekais. So every every aspect, uh, every even the the GGO Gun Gale Online was OD. I love Gun Gale. Oh, that's the one I hated. I hated Gun No, Gun was so cold to me. I didn't like the relationship between Kirito and his sister. And sister, what they tried to do with Asuna oh. at the end of the first season, that shit was all just I don't think that's unnecessary. This is cousin, right? It doesn't was help. It, it doesn't cousin? help. It doesn't I'm just, help, I'm man. Just, Are you talking I'm about the, the girl who did kendo with him? I'm about the yeah. girl that lived in his house. What did they do? <laughs> they, they, they tried to ship him? The girl that was younger than him that lived in his house who had a crush on him. Who was man, that's every anime, bro. You just ignore that. No. Wow. Yes. No, wow. that was a main plot point. Man, ain't no damn main plot point. Kirito was 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 dicking Azuna, all right? (laughs) That's all we needed to know. Man, then one of the game creators did. Man, listen, bro. It don't matter because that man will Kirito about it and he didn't I don't I hope didn't pipe a old girl. What I what I'll say about SAO is I definitely think that the first season is fire. Uh I don't. I don't hate anything about the first season. I like the first definitely. half until some stuff happens that like it gets really muddy. Like, is the I think... is the fairy stuff included in the first season? Yes. Yeah, it's in the second, the second part. That, that's okay. That's right after the sister stuff. The sister stuff leads to that. The okay, then I'll say that game. I like everything about Sao first season, and then halfway in the second, and then. I'll even say a quarter way in the second because the fairy stuff I liked, but then it just got fairy too... stuff was st- all still in the first season. Oh, for real? Oh, then yeah, I, I like the first season then. And anything because past first I season, I like Gungel more than the fairy stuff. For real, man, I can't stand Gungel. I, I couldn't stand the fairy shit, bro. I couldn't stand that sister. I have not watched any <laughs> fairy. I've actually skipped. So when I watched Sword Art Online, I watched the first season, and it got to the fairies. I skipped it. Then I watched the second season. Watch Gungale Online. Skip this, <laughs> the fairy part. <laughs> you you, you missed a lot, Gungale, man. Bro. I did. All that, right, I'm not gonna cap. I didn't feel like I missed anything. 
I also feel like I like that uh, anime so, so, so much because it's literally what I want in a video game. I think that's, that's what you want. That's fair. Every aspect. Huh? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> No, it's it's what I want in a video game. They have they have they they have the skill trees making everything cool. It looks sick. It's just like uh, what was that anime called? Um, Shield Hero. Just the same way how he can he can fight people with just his shield and get multiple skills and utilize it. That's it. That is, man. Something about it, bro. It gets me going. There's another anime like Sao that I never finished. Uh, no game, no life. No, not that. That that one's uh-huh. amazing. But there's another one. It's just like SAO, but it's just not SAO. It's okay, more strategic. Only other one I watched like that. It's more strategic. I literally watched it a long time ago. I never finished it. Oh, da hack. Hmm. Da hack. Is that what it's called? Da hack is like a old one that came out it back then. That. It was like a. It was a game. Like it was based on a game, like an actual mm-hmm. game. And was it a Gundam thing? No. No, it's a game. It's like it's it's like Sword Art Online, like same concept. Like you get mm-hmm. put man, I literally just thought of Gundams. I googled it. That's literally a Gundam. Gundams. <laughs> I'm thinking about this dude. He had like glasses. I know that's not very uh. Yeah, I was not specific. Yeah. <laughs> not very specific at all. When I find it, I'll remind you guys. So um, let me yeah. run through this top twenty-five for Justin. So, number 25 is Haikyuu. I feel robbed. I'm upset. Um, number 24 is Trigun. Number 23 is Dragon Ball Z. Number 22 is My Hero Academia. Number 21 is Made in Abyss. Number 20 is JoJo, the whole series. Number 19 is Naruto Shippuden. Number 18 is Death Note. 17's Attack on Titan. 16's I never is it Oron? Uron? High school host club? Whatever yes. the fuck that oh, one is. Yeah. Um and then Devilman Crybaby is 15. Demon Slayer is 14. Code Geass is 13. It's specifically the Loloch of the Rebellion. Uh, number 12 is Samurai Shampoo. Number 11 is Bakano. Number 10 is Fully Cooley. Mm. Number 9 is Yu Hakusho. Number 8 is Neon Genesis. Number 7 is Hunter Hunter. Number 6 is Mob Psycho 100. Number 5 is Hajime no Ippo. Number 4 is Monster. Number 3 is One Piece. Number 2 is Cowboy Bebop. And number 1 is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Whoa, that's crazy. I've never heard. There's only one person I know that put one other person I know that put Full Metal even in their top five. Now, let me tell you this. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, if you go on like my anime list, that's like number one on that channel. That that's channel, crazy, that bro. I knew no one that liked Full Metal growing up. No, it's 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 one of my favorites, too. Like because of that list, I watched it just to see what the hype was about. And I loved it. I think Full Malcolmus has like one of my favorite, like front to back stories that actually calls all loose ends, and yeah, like animation is good too. Like there's there's a lot to love about Full Malcolmus Brotherhood. The moment, like that moment where uh, Ed is like see Alphonse at the gate, mm. like that door, and then like he like breaks the door open and he's like I'm coming back for you, and he points at him. 
that's still one of my favorite like scenes mm-hmm. of anime. Yeah, like, I love that shit. It's funny because I feel like a lot of people watch Brotherhood without watching Alchemist, and I think Alchemist holds all of the the context for Brotherhood because they they made Brotherhood assuming that you watched Alchemist and it was just like, yeah, I didn't like it, so we're gonna fix it. Yep. And a lot of people watch Brotherhood without Alchemist, and to me, that's crazy talk. I I didn't watch Alchemist. Man. I love Brotherhood though. It's funny because Alchemist provides so much more backstory. Like I think I think uh, the original Alchemist does the exposition so much better than Brotherhood, and I think that's what I love about it. Even though it doesn't close off the show as well, it opens it up far better. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, I would argue that the correct thing to do is to watch like the Full Metal Alchemist up until Brotherhood starts like like gearing mm. up to actually hit the the yeah. important like plot points of the manga. Yeah. Like ten or fifteen episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that that's that's what's funny to me about Brotherhood, because I, I do fuck with Brotherhood heavy. But um I think Alchemist just does the exposition so well and um although it doesn't have the canonical ending, uh Brotherhood cuts out a lot of that a lot of those bits and pieces that show that Ed and Al are still kids trying to figure this shit out. Like, they're just a lot more mature. Mm -hmm. But, you know, regarding the list, half of those animes I haven't seen and a decent amount of them I haven't finished. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, Naruto below Death Note. Death Note was crazy. DBZ below My Hero was crazy. Okay, I was about to say, why is my hero on the list? If Tokyo's Ghoul is not on this list, my hero cannot be on the list. See, my hero is a good anime. It's just not a good anime. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no. good. It's not great. I, I no, no, it's not even. No, like I, it's a good it's anime, I. but it's not a good anime. That, like, it's <laughs> I. It's that, bro. They have the the concept. I like the concept. The execution, ass. Man, man, I don't even like the concept to be honest. Hey man, I like I like I like the, the hero. Stuff. On on paper, I should like my hero. You know what it Facts. is? My Facts. hero is a good anime. They just don't know what the fuck they want to do. Cause every time they do some <laughs> shit, they gotta go and do some other shit. There's always training arcs that don't help them. <laughs> shit, they, got they tra- just discard. Bro. They got the weakest. Bro. Huh. The thing, see, conceptually, I I guess I get what you're saying, cause it's like superheroes, right? Basically, that's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I guess. That would be the concept. To me, it's more like, excuse me, a weak protagonist superhero with two really, really strong, good superheroes, and the rest of them are sidekicks. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is that. It's literally, uh, it's literally this, this, <laughs> this is what it is, bro. This is an anime version of Sky High. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Quite literally, it it actually is. Yeah, it really is actually. It, it's so, modern sky high. Yeah, yeah. And so for that to be above DBZ to me is is insane. No, no, I, no. I, to that to be on the list is crazy. I mean, oh I God. hear you, Tajon, but with how many people I know that like my hero, I I can I can give it the list. See, I do that for Attack on Titan. I know that people like Attack on Titan, so I allow it to be on the list. But there's funny. just something. My hero is garbage, bro. I'm sorry. 
Sky <laughs> High is literally. I said it was I. I said it was I, but it, it's garbage. I'm sorry. Sky High is literally just live action. Uh, <laughs> just live action, my hero. It's basically Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, <laughs> but, but I like Sky High. No, no, I like I, I like I, I like Sky I like High more than my hero. No, no, no. I that's like Sky High way more. It, it's than the reverse. My hero. It's the reverse. <laughs> you said My Hero Academia is the Dragon Ball evolution of Sky yep, High. Yep, yep. It's Sky High. <laughs> <laughs> What a take. What a take. Man. I can agree with that one, man. It should not be on this list. I will argue almost. I can. Oh. I'm sorry. All right, I hear so you. I hear you. Also, Hunter Hunter under Mob, like, Mob Psycho was crazy, too. Granted, I haven't finished Mob Psycho. I think Mob Psycho is really good. Like, if you watched the first season and you liked it, then cool. Because season two is actually better. Like, season two adds a lot. I see. And it's great. But Hunter Hunter. It's pretty fucking good. I, I was going to say, I think Hunter Naruto, Hunter. DBZ, and Hunter Hunter all need to be higher. Like, substantially hey, higher. Well, wait, 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 wait. Because they said DBZ, and then they said Shippuden. They, they did not, say Shippuden. They're, like being, they're being specific. But Shippuden they didn't include the original like Naruto. That. So, I, in my head, I consider that the entire Naruto franchise. Oh my God. Okay, bro. Wow. I didn't. I, I, I did. That was, that was the second one. That was the second one. I just thought it might be a little, a little spicy for the for the for the podcast. Do you have another one to get out before we proceed? No. Go ahead. It looked like he was preparing though. Man, I can. Oh, bro. Give me time. All right. No. Um, so I don't want to let you charge the special cooly, beam cannon. I, we we talked about this, me and John. Like Pooey mm-hmm. Cooey is only six episodes, because they're specifically talking about Pooey Cooey, the first one. Yeah, they're talking about OG Pooey Cooey. Yeah, and if you're talking about OG Pooey Cooey, like, I feel like there's there's different types of audience for these anime, right? Oh, big and, facts. And if you are like me or Tajan, like you dug into like the deep symbolism of a lot of the episodes and like you're you're like actually like thinking about it a little heavier. But then there's other people that treat it as like a show that you just like brainless. I just want to eat something while I watch. And Mm -hmm. it's just like for me to think that show that only has six episodes is number 10. And like I remember like Kaiju was like, well, I don't know how Kelly Bebop is number two when it's only 25 episodes. Like, it's just wild to me that something that has only six is at ten. Something that has only like, six episodes beat I, out Naruto Shippuden and Dragon Ball. I'm Ball saying, Z. was Naruto Shippuden that well, ass? You know what? Maybe it's yes. because Fully Cooly. Sorry, yes. does, if it's six episodes of Fully Cooly and Naruto has four hundred, you can't you can't criticize it so much. It's only got six episodes. Well, it's deep. It's deep. Fully Cooly is actually deep. But the the thing is. This is where I kind of take on Justin's point of view, where it's like, well, this is what I said to Blackatron yesterday. I love Fully Cooley. I'll ride for it. I'll say it's a great anime, because it is. Especially when you dive into it, nobody knows it, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody know it, it. Nobody knows it. Yeah. And that's that's the difference between Fully Cooley and Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is also 25 episodes. I love Cowboy Bebop. A lot of people know it. Not... I don't think a lot of new anime watchers know it. So I do think it deserves its spot, but it's not the same as Fully Cooley. You talk about Fully Cooley, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. At least Cowboy Bebop <laughs> is still getting live adapt- adaptations and people like Vader are making videos about Cowboy Bebop this year. 
That's yeah, I've that's never fine. heard Fully Cooley get brought up. You you know what? That's another point that I brought up um, too about like um, I think we were talking about like me and uh, Blackatron were talking about Attack on Titan and some of the the newer animes. Uh, apart, like I guess we we're talking about like the history on how the meta has changed, and I had brought up that point where like a lot of creators who are younger made a lot of the animes right now popular mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why cowboy bebop is not sought after for the newer gen because not a lot of people grew up watching it versus like a lot of people their first anime right now is attack on titan yeah and that's sad to me it is sad to me too but i'm saying like it makes sense for attack on titan to be as high as it is to me it just for me attack on titan is due to it's only season four that's good <laughs> to me but you know what? I love this. I love this story. Like I love how it's written. Because every time I I've, I've read about Attack on Titan, I'm like, damn, this is actually amazing. Yeah. Their execution is just dog. It's dog doo doo. Yeah, it, they have amazing concepts. Amazing concept. Uh, concepts. Outstanding. Amazing concepts. Amazing writing. Like I'm telling you, like when I watched season one, I was pissed off. I didn't understand yeah. anything that was going on. I said, what the hell is this trash? <laughs> and then I went up and I, I read about it. And I was like, you know what? I want to see where this is going to go. Because yeah. this, like me reading it, I fell in love with the show. I was like, damn, this is this is hard. Yeah. Actually, like this history, they had, like the fact of the matter that like when you're reading Attack on Titan, you can track back all the history. And I love yeah. that. I love, you can, you can, act, it's like that one time I was arguing with Caleb about Pokemon. I love that when you're reading about Pokemon, you can find out so much about the lore. That's the thing I love the most about Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. They just do an ass job of explaining it in the show. That's it. They just That's it. Like, legit. But in terms of its writing, concept, everything, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, hands down. Yeah, I definitely have to give Attack on Titan its props. But... You know, I still can't pass up the fact that they're, you know, my hero. And, uh, Death Note have passed up Dragon Ball and Naruto. I just okay, find so that to be Okay, so Death Note is another no. one that I said that shouldn't have been on the list. I, I damn it. I, I hate this because I'm like one of the biggest Death Note haters, but I'm also like a big Death Note defender. I don't know why I'm like this, but like the first half of Death Note is so good. I think it's so good. I love the first half. Don't spoil it for me because I haven't finished it. Um, I do want to say before, you know, uh, the first half, amazing. I agree wholeheartedly. They had to have switched writers at one point because they just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, did some, they did some very questionable things that would not make sense to uh, him as a character. That's yep, all I'm going to say. That's, that's exactly how I feel. So... Yeah, like I think it's just one of those those times where the story ran its course and it kept going. Um, like I feel the same way about Bleach's points because, like in my head, Bleach should have ended when, like the whole thing with Aizen. Let's call it a day. Hey, Blackatron, Bleach should have ended after season one, but that's my Man. take. You got it. Same with Sword Art. Wait, did you ever watch? Or <laughs> this is gonna be random, but did you ever watch the live action Bleach? on netflix uh you know what i i did i have forgotten about it though but i did i did i actually kind of enjoyed it 
most of it until it got to a random training arc. <laughs> like that was my only problem. Like the whole beginning part was just like, oh, I, c- I actually appreciate this. This is actually kind of fun. And then like Rukia and Ichigo get into this training arc that makes no damn sense. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm checked out now. I don't want to watch the rest of this. That's funny. Um, yeah, but we've seen some really bad live action adaptations. And yeah. I can go on all day about that shit. <laughs> Um, but, um, we've been going for almost like an hour and a half. I do want to talk real quick with you guys about the last project you guys did together, which was for Irv's, um, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I played the fifth. <laughs> you don't, you don't know what I'm talking about, Kaiju? <sighs> you know, when you do so many things, it kind of just oh, all blurs together. Oh, my <laughs> Man. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I remember when uh, I first watched the the original one, like the the one he premiered last year, and I was just like, damn, this is crazy. And I remember like being around Irv while he was editing, but I didn't see anything. I know Tijan saw some of it while he was editing, but like I didn't see any of it. So like going into the room, watching everybody, and then being like, oh shit, what is this? Like this version of the Powerpuff Girls we've never seen before. It was like actually really exciting to watch. And it was just like, oh, what's he going to do next? And to find out that you three were going to be in it, I was, like, really excited. So, um, yeah, like, I just thought it would be great to get some insight as to, like, how that happened. What you, what you guys thought about your role as the, was it the Gang Green Gang? Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah. I'm about to have my hand raised up and no one talked, so I'm just going to talk. Uh <clears throat> Yeah, they, uh, you're the only person using this feature, by the way. I just respect the. Oh, I've used it. I've used it. I've Man, used I, it. I I didn't even notice it until just now. I thought you were making a joke this entire time. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm really not making a joke. Well, really... unpress the button because it's annoying me, Gaiju. Wow, it's annoying you. I barely see it. Oh <laughs> uh, man, it's but, bright, um, bro. <laughs> but uh, now nah, I was just gonna say that it's just so funny to be on this film. Because I single-handedly remember me being super, like, impressed with watching the film at DreamCon last year. And then going to your guys' B&B and then chopping it up with Irv. (laughs) Going to your guys' B&B and chopping it up with Irv. And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe he saw how, like, uh, impressed I was. And, like, you know, he wanted to show me some other stuff with it. But then he actually, you know, messed with me. And then I guess, you know, kind of just kept meeting him over and over. And then he gave gave us a part. It was over. I was ecstatic. Yeah, I I think I just I fuck with Irv's vision a lot, and he just like his mentality and like just like yo, I'm I'm gonna pack all my shit and just go to Cali, you know, and do the dream, and the way he just talks about everything, it's just like inspirational. Um, and when he was at our Airbnb. I remember the conversations we were having and I was just like, yo, Irv got it. Like this guy's going to be doing crazy shit later, but to see what he did already. And then, um, what he did with the next film, it literally was taking it at one notch and then putting it like three notches up. Irv is a driven yep. man. Like he is one of yeah. the most driven people I think I've ever seen. He's so devoted to his craft. This man literally said, you know what? I'm going to lose weight for a film. And then next thing you know, he's got a, you know what I'm saying? This film that's going to come up. And 
He lost, he, I'd say, maybe 100, 60, maybe, 60 pounds. Something crazy, because I know he was Damn burning, near 100. like, yeah, like, like 1,000 calories every time he was at the gym. Yeah, and it's like, he was very articulate with, with the way how he was doing. He had the trainers helping him out. He went to, like, this, uh, I don't even know, it was a fat cell guy. I was like, yo, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro was, was really devoted to doing this. Just for a film, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, I I admire that level of uh, determination. Real deal actor type stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I w- I will want to uh, do a quick a quick little shout out to this man Kaiji though. He's very driven uh, driven himself actually. Like seeing Kaiji grow is a very uh, fun special experience. I'm not gonna cap because like. <laughs> Uh, before Justin came into the picture, it was just me and this man just, you know, hanging out, duking it out, doing the most crazy adventures, just, you know, kind of mm-hmm. on our driven acting type joint. And I, I like seeing how, like, Kaiju is being shaped around, I guess, all of the, uh, I don't want to call it fame and fortune, but he's getting his stripes in. And, like, each time that Kaiju accomplishes a goal, it's like he becomes more calm <laughs> whereas before he was like bugging me every day about like hey yo did Irv say anything <laughs> about the what, what what i gotta do it's like nah mm-hmm. bro you, you chilling you know what i'm saying now he's just he ain't even worried about it i think it's hilarious and and really cool to see this man grow appreciate wild that. Most, most definitely yeah hey you want to see me really grow times a thousand give me a girlfriend um anyways so yeah wow <laughs> get on that tinder man and yeah, hashtag think- get kaiju a girl I think, yeah, I think I think Kaiju is like a sponge. Um, you know, he really takes in the lessons that he learns from everybody around him. And yeah, like he's he's grown a lot since I met him for sure. Mm, I like to come consider myself a comrade, but same thing. That's mm. funny as hell. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Literally just soaking up all the <laughs> ah! Anyways crazy. I hate you. <laughs> Anyways, um, Irv's film, you know, uh, it was it was a it was a pleasure to work on. Uh, <laughs> it, it was really dope. Um, he, he had uh, hit me up. And it was like, hey yo, you know, I know you can kill this, so you know, just slide through. I've already he, I've already worked with Irv before, and uh, I've worked with him again since then. So, um, you know, Irv and I are homies and we, we, we've been through the ringer, you know, working on sets that, that weren't even his at times. So, you know, lots of late nights, tight beat. This was just, you know, a time to collaborate where it was really low pressure, at least for us three as actors, um, came in, knocked out our scenes really quick and, and got out of there. And it was just all fun, good vibes, making jokes the whole time, improvising. Uh, he kept most of the random jokes that we made that weren't in the script. Like me shaking Kaiju, calling him a green bean and him crying like that black man that uh, his son told him he loved him. You know, all of that was just improv off the dome, us being stupid. And he was just like, yeah, this is what I brought y'all for. I knew y'all would just bring extra stuff to the table. So I'm really glad that our scene was one of his favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. It panned out very well. Yeah. 
was a good time. And then, you know, also that night, we almost got into a bar fight. That was cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's great to be trusted with the process, right? Like being mm-hmm. given an opportunity to an opportunity to just do whatever you want. Like, not whatever you want, but like, I think some of the best things that we've seen on film have been like that. Like, I, I, I think we were talking about um the other day, uh, that movie Grown Ups and that Adam Sandler movie. And like, I remember mm-hmm. like thinking about it, I was just like, yeah, like, I remember liking that movie, not because of like the story of the movie, but like just the interaction between different characters. And it was because all of it was improv. Like, they literally just like put a bunch of funny people in the room and just said, hey, have fun. Like it's I, I I appreciate shit like that and it feels good to know that the person behind the camera knows like they can trust you to do what's best. Oh yeah, no, it, it feels good. I would say there was definitely some things that uh we weren't allowed to do. <laughs> I had some uh pretty crazy ideas that he would have loved. Is just you know. He's doing big things for for big people, and it wouldn't have been acceptable. Mm. But we definitely would have. Uh, if he allowed us to go a hundred and fifty, we would have done that for sure. <laughs> but I like I like what we did though. Yeah. Like I definitely like what we did. It was it was good. It was fun. Uh, more more so in our element than we thought. I think that really solidified us being kind of like the, the trio at that point for real for real it's kind of like yeah we bond a little too well we're chilling around each other too much this is it yeah i i just hope to see more um stuff like this from irv but like like the kids next door when we were talking to him about that i think mm-hmm. that'd be a cool idea for him to dive down that but he already said he had something lined up for that so like um i'm just excited to see what he does next i'm excited to see what you guys do next as you the trio or solo like i i don't know I'm, I'm always like i always feel like i need to go do something creative after i watch like tashan do his like streams on youtube and like when kaiju's on the grind working on his shit i'm like all right shit i'm not doing enough and same for you, like Justin. I feel like every time I'm in Discord, if I am in it, you'll like join, and it's because you're out and about doing shit. But you'll like turn your video on, and you're like talking to us. Like I know, like you guys feel like you might not be doing enough sometimes, but like I think you're you push me too. I'll think a little less of me not doing enough once I get this house. Man, amen. Until then, man, man, we all have the same <laughs> mindset. That's so crazy. Amen to that. Because once I move out, I'm going to go get these jawbreakers. But thank you for the compliment. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Well, I think that will wrap it up for this podcast. It's been an hour and a half. Um, Appreciate um, these guys for tuning in, like listening to us, and you guys for coming in to talk to me for them. so you can check these guys out on um you got justin who's the king of jesters the jesters yes jesters on yep. twitch on twitch you, you have like instagram too right yeah that's uh justin h phillips 56 
Dude, you right. want to sleep? No. I'll, I'll put know. that. I'll put that in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, the description. And shit. If y'all want it, you'll figure it out. I I trust y'all. Y'all can read. Yeah, you better. Long old just... name. <laughs> um, Tijan. Hello. What? Uh, you want to give your socials and shit? T i d i a n e s i m p s o n underscore. You know what I'm saying for the for the IG, and it's the same thing on YouTube. Just Tijan Simpson. Man, you'll uh, never forget uh, this man. He literally rap it every day. <laughs> literally though, SoundCloud's the same thing. All of it's yeah. just Tijan Simpson. Yeah, listen Apple to all his shit. Spotify. Or else. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I still gotta release that joint, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. you. Uh, you guys can catch me on literally every single social media at Kaiju Black. No space. It, it ain't hard to spell. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. For sure. And I'll make sure to put links in the bio slash description box for everybody. Um, thank you for tuning in. And make sure you follow us on all of the things. And if you want to listen to us outside of um, Spotify, Apple, and youtube i think we're also on soundcloud um so thanks again for tuning in and hope you guys have a great night kaiju have something to say or you just have your hand i'm just i'm being annoying oh, okay <laughs> being annoying. all right later guys peace